just listened to a band called Virgins from New York City. They were from New York City. They were formed in uh, 2006, if memory serves, and they split up in 2013. I um, I heard that song, to be perfectly honest with you, in an episode of Top Gear. I play that in the background, because most of you, you started working at home recently because of certain events this year. For me, I've been doing that for years at home at night, and it gets a little bit dark and obscure and creepy, and it weighs down on your psyche after a little while. So I find ways to lift my spirits. I have toys on my desk, uh, decor, plants, uh, good lighting, always really, really clear when I work, even though it's at night. 
And uh, and I play something fun in the background. And for a while, it's been Top Gear. I've downloaded the entire old Top Gear, all uh, 20-something yeah, series, they call it in England. And I play that in the background while I work. It's not too distracting. It's fun. It's 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 funny, too. <laughs> what was I saying? That? An episode of theirs had uh, that, that song by the Virgins. It's called One Week of Danger. Downloaded it, listened to it, really like it. Bummed out that the band doesn't exist anymore because I just discovered them. And it's a perfect send-off for our uh, topic this week, which is danger. Welcome after midnight. If you're new to it, if you are returning, welcome back. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I'm a night shift worker. Have been for almost 16 years now because during the day I take care of my two teenagers who are both severely autistic. It leaves me very little time to find ways to keep my sanity. I have no social life at all, to be honest with you. What you are going through this year, isolation, quarantine, social distancing, to me, it's a Tuesday. I've been doing that for years out of necessity to be there with my kids. And you find ways to cope with it after a little while. Otherwise, it weighs down on your psyche. Always being alone, having no one to talk to. So this is the perfect tool. Talking to myself and not looking insane doing it. A podcast about music that I like and that I like to share with you. Every week I play five songs related to one specific topic. This week's topic is danger. You've just heard the virgins. We will be listening to My Chemical Romance and the Postmarks. Enjoy. Here we go! Once a friend 
recommend it. It's a little dangerous if you don't know the way. Nice try, pal. No, really, I'm telling you, there are jaguars and snakes and quicksand. I'm not listening. I'm not kidding. Listen, you cannot go in there. Still not listening. They're gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things you do. Because the drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk, cause they got methods of keeping you clean. They're gonna rip up your heads, your aspirations to shreds, another cock in the murder machine. They said, Gonna fit in much, kid But if you're troubled and hurt What you got under your shirt We'll make them pay for the things that they did They said I'll teenage scared The living shit out of me They can kill us As long as I wanna bleed So dark in your clothes
an article that I read last year. I wish I had bookmarked it or saved it because I can't remember which site it was and I can't find it anymore. But it argued from the point of view of many experts that by 2035, there won't be any more new music that we will reach a point of saturation that ever since we started recording music decades and decades ago, there's been so much of it released that you can no longer come up with something that will be entirely original in terms of combination of notes, of music. And this is a great example of it, what you've just heard. It's My Chemical Romance. They're a punk rock band. They're, they're still active today, as far as I can say. Um, this was from their third album in 2006. It's called Teenagers. Um, if it sounds familiar, it's because it played recently in a Netflix show called Daybreak. It's kind of a Ferris Bueller meets zombie apocalypse kind of show. It was canceled, of course, for one season. Not a lot of viewership, unfortunately. But there's an episode where this song is featured, and it fits perfectly well. So maybe that's why it sounds familiar to you. But to me... It sounds like something else. So before I, I continue my point, let's listen to that guitar solo from the song, middle of the song again, one more time. Cards on the table, what you've just heard is not Teenagers by My Chemical Romance. It's uh, familiar to me because it's from a French-Canadian song published in 1972. The song is called J'entends frappé by Michel Pagliaro. And of course, it sounds different a little bit. It's a bit faster, but a different instrument. It's 1970s guitar and arrangement. But if you have My Chemical Romance play that solo, it's going to sound exactly the same as the one from Teenagers. It's the exact same chord progression. And that was my point. You don't really necessarily realize it, but everything that you hear now kind of has been heard before. And even hip-hop and DJs who always come up with something that sounds fresh. No, it's not. I'm sorry, that's been around for decades. And also they're sampling music that's been done a long time before. And yeah, it's a fresh new package, but it's still sampling something that's been done before. So it's not quote-unquote new. A little bit, and I'm going to have rocks thrown at me, but like Star Wars. It was fresh, it was new, it was innovative when it came out. But it was just a mashup of everything that had been done before. You had the two robots, which was like every comedy duo from decades of old, uh, Abbott and Costello and Martin and Lewis and uh, Lauren and Hardy. And then you had Han Solo, who would have been uh, Kurosawa's uh, samurai or John Wayne from all the Westerns. And then you have the White Knight, Luke Skywalker, from all these medieval stories. He has literally a sword and kind of sandals. And you have the old magician, Merlin, from all these folk tales from all these movies against sword and sandals. You take everything that's ever been done in cinema and you put it together and you get Star Wars. Yeah, it felt fresh. But was it quote-unquote new? Not necessarily. So have we reached that saturation point? Or will human ingenuity push things even better, far above and beyond, to something that we haven't yet foreseen? I'm curious to know what people think about that. <laughs> 
Before that, we have heard the Postmarks, a uh, band from Florida. They were active, if I'm not mistaken, between uh, 2006 and 2009 or something like that. It, it's not very, very long. Not because they bickered or had anything at all. It's just that these were all really, really, really creative people who came together, uh, did a, a few albums. I think they did something like two, maybe, albums and an EP. And uh, they all had different projects. They were all uh, coveted for their talent. So they kind of went on hiatus in uh, 2010 to uh, do their separate projects and never really came back to it. But as far as I know, they haven't closed the door to coming back. And I hope they will come back because this is really something. I really love that song. It's been described as a mashup of Cowboy Junkies and Stereo Lab. And honestly, I can't think of a better way to describe what you just heard. Really, really love it, and I hope that you liked it too. Let's go with two more songs right after the hamster. We interrupt this program to bring you. With Big Chica Hamster. If this sounds old fashioned, then I cordially invite you to bite me, because it has nothing to do with fashion, but everything to do with decency and simple logic. You are not running late. What you are is rude, selfish, inconsiderate, and disrespectful when you can't have the basic manners to be punctual. You are not the only one who has a life, who is busy, who has a lot to deal with. Your kid being a pest, your pet being a pain, your wife being a bitch, and your car being a clunker are global phenomenons, and in no way consist in a personal emergency worthy of always making other people wait for you or cover for you. But bitchy, I'm not late. I get to work a minute early. Yes, you do, and you punch in right away. Then, you take off your coat, you start your computer, you scratch your butt, you have a wee, you clean the gap between your buck tooth, you get a coffee, you tell a few jokes, you water your plant, you scratch that butt again because, hey, that thing's huge. Then, you're ready to start working. An hour later. Which you were paid for, even though no work, what so freaking ever, was done. When did it become okay for other people to pay for your complete inability to be organized? And it's not only limited to work. Why is it okay for doctors to have people wait three hours for them, but not okay for them to wait in line at a grocery store? I'm a doctor, you know. I shouldn't have to wait. Well, I hope your specialty is proctology, because there's a massive boot aiming for your ass. Constant lateness causes problems for everybody. Being punctual is not one of the great mysteries of the universe that only Tom Cruise and Travolta can deliver you from. If you can't be bothered to show up on time, don't bother showing up at all. So at least people can enjoy fantasizing about what horrible thing really happened to you. Bitchy out.
It's okay. Danger is my middle name, but I spelled R-U-T-H. It spells Ruth. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm.
my friend Kat Ward last year wanted to do um, an episode where we would talk, the podcast boss, I guess, say we talk about the most um, scariest situation that we've ever had in our lives. And to me, um, it's a little bit strange because it was the scariest, but also one of the greatest experiences of my life. After a while, it wasn't scary anymore. I think that's what made it the greatest. Um, of course, I'm scared of spiders and stuff like that. I mean, if you want scary, I can tell you all the times the spiders startle me. But that time, I think I told this story before, I was um, kayaking with a school group, found myself all alone. Everybody stayed uh, along the beach, but I found myself all alone in the middle of the lake. Don't ask me why, but it was cold, and I was so far that nobody could see me. Capsized, kayak-filled water, couldn't turn it back. Couldn't come back because it was just too far and too cold, and I was out of breath, and I was out of shape a little bit, too, even though I was young. Um, and uh, I was panicking, and I mean, almost drowned just from the sheer panic. And then after a few minutes, it stopped. And I had this moment of clarity. I know it sounds like a bad movie trope, but it really happened. I was panicking so much. It's kind of, I, I reached a point of panic where I reached clarity kind of above the cloud, like Neo and Trinity rising above the clouds. And I became calm and I became warm. And I'm not talking about a religious experience. I I don't know. I became aware of what was happening and I was able to make the decision, how was I going to go? Because it was clear that I was done for. And I was able to decide how I was going to go and what I was going to reminisce about, who was going to be in my head for the last few moments of it. And that lasted for about an hour of calm and of thinking and of deciding what's going to be my final thought, what's going to be my final moment like. It was, I, I'm not fascinated with that at all. I'm not one of the weirdo, but it was such a fantastic experience. So it's strange to say it's the scariest thing because for the first five, ten minutes, I was panicking and I mean peeing in your pants panicking, trashing, couldn't just think straight at all. And then the rest of the time, I, I, it's not a religious, it's not things like that. I don't like to say mystical, supernatural. I, I believe in psychology a lot, and it was one of the great psychological moments of my life. What's the most dangerous situation you've ever been in? Please, I'd like to know. Contact me on Twitter, on Facebook, for those who follow me there. You can uh, find uh, all the ways to contact me on the WordPress page, podcastbossy.wordpress.com. Go to About, and you will find all of us, Scott Mayer, Cat Ward, and myself. Please let me know if you want to come on the show to talk about it. I'd love to. I'd love to do a follow-up episode to one of my topics, talk about the things that people shared with me. And in the meantime, let's go with the music. Her name was Leslie Ann Phillips, well, it still is, I guess, but uh, after a while she changed it to Sam Phillips, her new stage name, and she changed because when she sang that song you just heard, she was known as a Christian pop singer. She was with a record label called uh, Murr, if memory serves, and um, after two or three albums, they told her that maybe she wasn't quite representative of Christian values, so she probably said, maybe you can go yourself, and she left and went, I think with Virgin Records after that. I can't remember for sure, but I know that she married a uh, legendary musician and producer, T-Bone Burnett, which kind of helps if you want to put out an album, marry a producer and a legendary one. Um, and she uh, tried her hand at acting for a while in the 1990s. She was in Die Hard with a Vengeance. She's the blonde psycho chick who slices people's throats and 
gets it on with Jared Yarns. Ha ha! Now you recognize her, don't you? And uh, she's still active today. Uh, for a while, she uh, did the music for Gilmore Girls. I think she still does uh, some scores for uh, TV shows and, and movies. But she has uh, she has her own stage and album career, and she's still pretty active today at 58. So good on you. And this was uh, Dancing with Danger in 1984, her second album. Pretty nifty 80s song. I like it. I grew up listening to that song, and I still like it, despite the quite clear Christian lyrics. It's still, it rocks. It's from my youth. What can I say? I, I love the 80s. I was raised in that period. So for me, it, it's kind of fun to see everything coming back to the 80s. See the generation today discovering the 80s and doing all these TV shows and movies. 80s themes. It's kind of fun to rediscover my youth, even though I'm old now. Before that, um, I always have some kind of attachment to the songs that I play or a history or something that really makes that song special for me. This one, I got to tell you, I have no clue how I got to find that song on my hard drive. I was browsing when I put on the set list and I saw Danger, listen to it. What the hell is that? I honestly, I don't know. I've been trying to rack my brains ever since, figure out where I got that song from. I can't figure it out. I don't know. It just found itself on my hard drive, but I like it. I don't have a history with it. I don't know where it comes from, but I like it. It's called <laughs> Danger High Voltage from Electric Six. It's uh, their debut single from their debut album back in, I think, 2002, 2003. Kind of a fun funk rock, punk rock dance rock if you want to um the video is is pretty um not subtle at all in its sexual imagery take a look at the video if you have a chance go on youtube it's it's something to watch there's a lady in the video an old actress i forget her name but she passed away now unfortunately um she's not the one singing even though she appears to be the secondary voice that you hear the high-pitched one that's jack white of the white stripes yeah <laughs> recognize him now don't you I love how he and the uh, the lead singer, well, there's no singing in that song. It's yelling and shouting, and somehow it works. So anyway, I really like that song, and I hope you liked it too, but I don't know where it comes from. <sighs> Thank you so much for being with me again this week for this episode about danger. I haven't quite decided yet what the next episode will be. I have about 40 topics with set lists ready to go. I just need to decide which one will fit better in which given week given that this year is the year from hell, as far as I can tell. So I have to decide each week what would be the most fitting topic for the events and mood of that week. I would like, though, to maybe interview more people like I did with Scott Mayer from uh, The Englishman's Guide. I had such a blast doing this with him and listening to his songs and discussing them and discovering them. I'd love to do this more. So please, if you're a regular listener or a new one, I don't care if you don't listen to the show, to maybe start by listening to the show. But anyway, uh, I would love to discover your taste about music. Do you have a topic in mind, something that's close to you that you want to play songs about? Maybe music that you'd like me to discover or just music that you like and you want to share with others. Please contact me again, WordPress page, podcastbossy.wordpress.com. You can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, on Discord. You have all the info on the WordPress page. Please, please contact me if you want to come on the show. Anytime you want, we'll record a quick 30 minutes, five songs. I would love to share musical tastes with you. Last song of the set. It's, uh, well, it's a classic. I keep saying I don't play popular songs. Uh, it's a cold classic. It was not, I don't think so, a top 40, but in its way, it was really, really popular. It's from 1973, an album called Raw Power. The band is called The Stooges. Yes, I'm playing Iggy Pop on the show. The song is called Gimme Danger. I'm Anthony, wishing you a good week. Goodbye. 